Yokoso, 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 Kambawa, Aragata Gazimus. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Stadium Monday Night Chat, episode 104, people. I'm your host, Clive Illenden. Of course, I am. We have another great show for you today, uh, and I need your help, ladies and gentlemen. I need your help because today we're going to be looking at where Stadia is on its trajectory of 100 plus games for 2022, how it compares to last year, and what games do we think will be announced for April? Because I think there's going to be some games. Well, obviously, there's going to be games, Clive. No, I think we're going to get some pleasant surprises in April, but more on that later. Uh, put your thinking caps on and we'll have a chat about that. And of course, we'll have all the stadium news of the week, which, you know, IMO, I think it's been a bit of a quiet week for Stadia, uh, which also makes me think that it's the quiet before the storm, as it were. So uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I've been busy. I don't know. But it just seems a bit quiet. I collate the news throughout the week. In fact, I didn't even have uh, a Stadia News TLDR because I didn't think it was worth it. So other than the Stadia Pro games, of course, you know, those that came, I think it's been fairly quiet. Um, but anyway, more on that, as I say, later. Uh, and of the April Stadia Pro titles that have launched, uh, which have you played? Let me know that in the chat, because as I always say, it is the Stadia Monday night chat, people. It has the word chat in the title. So uh, get to it, people. Say hello. Introduce yourself. Have a cocktail sausage and uh, a cheese and pineapple on a stick and all of that mingle and chat. I love it. And of course, before I forget, uh, don't you forget, ladies and gentlemen, before I forget, don't you forget to hit the likes because I know what you like. Hit the likes. Hit the likes now on all of that because I like it. YouTube likes it. And it helps fellow stadiums find awesome content like this. And yes, I know it's hard to believe, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's hard to believe, but there are some people who follow Stadia some people who even think they know all there is to know about Stadia and don't actually watch this show. I know. I know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. In fact, in my world, right, in my, in my world, you shouldn't actually be allowed near any Stadia forums like Reddit or Discord unless you watch this show. So that way you don't end up asking Captain Obvious questions. Yeah. So get yourself educated before you go into the lion's den that is Stadia Discord or Stadia Reddit. Yeah, get yourself educated, watch the show, spread the news, spread the love. Anyway, uh, and of course, if you are new here, then please uh, subscribe, toggle that notification bell, and then you'll know when I go live with awesome Stadia content like this. And as I say, let me know what games you've been playing as I barge headfirst into the pit of awesomeness that is the chat to see who are the cool dudes and dudettes uh, in the chat from the get-go. And of course, the king of stadia dudes himself, because all dudes have good tattoos. So it's got to be John Scars. For Scars Gaming, hello, evening, everyone. He says Sednar is listening while working. That is the best way to do it. Uh, head down. Listen in the background, do it all, all the time. Lord Kenzel is holding World War Z hostage. Could be, you know. I've not seen Lord Kenzel for a while, so, you know. 
Mr. Urban World, how are you? Thank you to Cowboy for posting this in the link in uh, in the stream from Discord. Thank you. Much appreciated. Now, of course, straight after this show, the Cowboy himself will be following on in a kind of after show extra. Yeah, you sweet, as it were, uh, straight after the show. So make sure you watch Anthony. Jerry, how are you? Yeah, of course, it's Monday fun. It's Monday fun day, yeah? Monday fun day with Clive. Absolutely. Mr. Urban World apparently knew me before uh, before Stadia due to him and I joined Japanese culture. Don't, don't. Did you watch my Japanese cooking for idiots? Yeah. I, I, that should have been more successful, that series. That was great fun. Learning how to cook. Anyway, we're not here about that. Uh, check those videos out if you're interested. Um, that should make Cowboy jealous. Yes, indeed, uh, Mr. Urban World. Jerome, how are you? Lovely to see you, sir. Here's to the new financial year. Let's see what new bud budgets bring. Well, most of the budgets have been spent probably, but that's what we're going to be talking about later because I think we are going to see a flurry of games. Um, I just I feel it. I feel it in my bones and all of that. So many good cooking videos, but back to gaming. Indeed, indeed. Uh, 1030 Media Group, how are you? Yeah. Anthony, World War Z. Any moment now, any moment, I think we'll be seeing it in the next couple of days. There is a twas tomorrow, so, you know. I think June's going to be a breakout month for Stadia with big things happening and some AAA bangers being announced by then. Well, we've, you know, we've got some in the bank, as it were. We've got some Ubisoft big ones, free-to-play games, which are going to be massive when they launch. And I think you're right. I think some games, uh, some publishers are looking to launch these things before what would have been traditionally E3. E3 is not happening, but that's still a moment in time. It's still a date in the calendar that people used to plan their marketing around. So even though it's not happening, there are other events happening around it. So, you know, people will be doing their own events. So, yeah. Um, best guess for when World War Z is this week, I think, Anthony. I think, it, I think maybe tomorrow, you know, as part of the TWAS. You never know. 7pm, your central time tonight. Kind of Friday. Yeah, he's Friday. Okay, cloud validation's going Friday. Thursday. Hey, Lukey6, how are you, sir? Yeah, the Monday night aftermath. There we are, yeah. Stadium Monday night aftermath, straight after this. Check out Anthony. And all of that... Anyway, there we go. Uh, games we've been playing. Um, well, oddly enough, um, I've been quite busy this week, so I've not played much on Stadia. And I've already played Chicken Police. Um, and so, and I haven't dived, delved into the other Stadia Pro game that was released because I was banking on Deliver Us the Moon, actually. Um, but unfortunately, uh, you know, that wasn't to be. Uh, but I tell you what I have been playing, and it's not a Stadia game, I confess. Um, don't hate me. Um, I've gone back to Sea of Thieves. My my son has rediscovered his love for Sea of Thieves uh, with his mate. So I've been sailing the seas again uh, and just uh, having a lot of fun back doing Sea of Thieves. So I used to stream Sea of Thieves. I mentioned it before before Stadia came along and all of, all of that. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, yeah, we're not. My son and I have not been playing FIFA as much. Um, 
so yeah, I think what I'm waiting for, I think I think the fact that the Stadia Pro games sort of are stuttering on for April has sort of interrupted my flow. I think I had it all planned, you know, deliver us the moon and it sort of interrupted my flow. Sort of feels like it's interrupted the the whole week. Um but anyway, that's enough wiffle waffle. Let's get to the stadium news of the week, um, as ever. So it's over to Clive in the news studio. The end of last week saw the arrival of April Stadia Pro Games with one much-anticipated game missing from that list. Sadly, at the 11th hour, the countdown was cancelled on Deliver Us The Moon. Many had hoped, stoked, thought it might be an April fall, but sadly no. A glitch in the system meant that Wired Productions had to halt release on Stadia Pro. It is coming shortly, uh, and as Wild Productions stated, these things basically happen. Talking of Wired Productions, Those Who Remain, a horror adventure from new friends of Stadia Wired Productions, has been certified on PEGI, Certificate 16. Now, this was on the 1st of April, no April Fool here, so could we see that title launching very, very soon? In the game, you play as Edward, a troubled husband who blames himself for the recent loss of his daughter. A demon has placed a curse on the town of Dormant. As the lights go out, the embers of darkness are stoked in the sleepy town of Dormant. Confront uncomfortable horrors. Keep your sanity in check and survive the night in this story-driven first-person psychological thriller. Wired Productions have been teasing a number of announcements for new games, so keep your eye on the Wired Productions Twitter feed to be the first to know. Watch this space. Cake Bash has been extended on Stadia Pro for another six months. It's already been there for seven months. The developer High Tree Frog let everyone know with a tweet last week. Is this testament that for popular family games like Cake Bash, the new Stadia Pro incentive for publishers slash developers really works? Imagine a game like Cake Bash has a lot of replay value. So I can imagine it registers a lot of these play days, which thus triggers incentives for the publisher. Are we likely to see other similar games have a longer shelf life on Stadia Pro? After all, this will only help to grow the library size over time. So is their Stadia Pro incentive strategy working? Well, anecdotally, it seems it is. So good stuff, Cake Bash and High Tree Frog for continuing with using Stadia Pro. The much anticipated Samsung Gaming Hub, which will have native smart TV apps for Stadia and GeForce coming to Samsung's in 2022, is being pushed back to later this year. This was planned for the summer, but it looks now that it might be worth just holding off on that Samsung TV purchase. This is going to be great for Stadia and GeForce Now, because as with the LG TV WebOS app for Stadia, it garnered a lot of attention in the mainstream tech press, outside the normal gaming press that is. We can expect to see the same for Stadia when Samsung Gaming Hub finally arrives, probably towards the end of this year. So look out for that. Bloodstains gets a new free playable character and it's, uh, well, it's uh, Aurora from Ubisoft's Child of Light. Aurora has lost her way and awoken in a strange and dangerous new land, armed with the sword of Matildis and accompanied by loyal Igniculus. She must find a way to escape. Despite the dire situation, Aurora is not alone. 
Johannes is on hand to help her increase her power by transmuting items found in chests throughout the game. A new job role has been spotted in the wild for Stadia. The role is Senior Developer Manager, Stadia Content Pipeline Lead. In this role, it states that you lead teams, plural that is, teams, that are responsible for enabling customers to set up, manage their organisational and cloud compute resources, ingest their game and metadata content, package that content for use by Stadia systems, publishing and releasing that content and measure performance. Basically, this is helping publishers get the games on the platform, release those games and measuring the performance to make sure the games run as optimised as they can and are getting the clicks and sales throughs and all that kind of stuff. So that's it for the news this week. Not a lot other than the Stadia Pro titles that launched last week, of course, but we are due a This Week on Stadia blog post, so I expect some more exciting news uh, to come along then. Anyway, there you go. I'm Clive Illenden. This has been the Stadia News for the week. Back to Clive in the studio. Well, there we are. Uh, thank you for that, Clive. Uh, that is the Stadia News of the week. Um, so, yes, I noticed somebody in the um, in the chat there saying, here we are, any guesses on what happened to deliver us the moon and why it got pulled and probably got rescheduled for a month or two? Well, we don't know it's rescheduled for a month or two. Uh, I don't think it's a major issue uh, because uh, some of the tweets that Wired Productions have put out have sort of indicated that it's nothing major. I think they just spot, spotted a problem. Although, interestingly enough, um, I was watching on YouTube somebody playing the... Because they've also done the next-gen version uh, of it, an updated version for PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh, Series X and S, whatever in 4K 60 frames per second, and it looks really, really good. And I wonder whether they're pot potentially tweaking it for that, uh, if that is the reason. Uh, you know, probably not. But if that is the reason, that would be great. I don't mind if it comes out at um, next-gen quality, to, to be honest. So that would be, be cool for me. But I don't, think, I don't think it's a case of a month or so. I think it may be just um, uh, hopefully touch wood, a minor issue that they can sort of iron out and get it out very very uh, shortly um, so there we go uh, that's just my thoughts on that those who remain it does indeed look like uh, an interesting game a kind of dark um, yeah a dark sort of black mysterious game so uh, I agree look look forward to that as I say is registered and this this all feeds into kind of games that might be coming very very soon uh, which is what I wanted to discuss um, before I go on the subject of the day, though, that's going to be the main subject of the day. Before I go on to that, um, I want to briefly discuss Stadia Stadia game landing pages. Um, now, um, now I know that uh, landing pages for Stadia games have been a thing. People have pointed it out to me. I know this. I'm fully aware. Um, but... Um, just want to show you this. I think it's changed. Um, so here we are. This is what I'm talking about. Now, this is the game page for Get Packed. 
Yeah, fully loaded. Now, I don't remember game pages being like this. And in fact, if I click normally, I clicked on a game, sorry, a game page, specific Stadia game page, it would take me to the Stadia store, not an individual, you know, it take me to my kind of um, user front end on the Stadia store, not necessarily to the standalone page like this. And I think the layout is very different. And I also think the layout is very, very impressive. So I love this layout. It's full page here. This is for Get Packed, fully loaded. There are a few of these. So someone quite aggressively in, in Twitter said, yeah, landing pages, they've been around. They're not new. They're not new. All right. I know they're not new, but the layout I'm sure is new. So let me know what you think, because I think this layout is new. It's not the only one. Um, but it's beautifully laid out. You've got the video. So in my case, because I'm logged on, I can play it straight here. But when you scroll down here, so it tells you all about the game. It never used to be like, it should take you to the game page on the Stadia store, if that made sense. Not this sort of beautiful laid out page it used to get. So I got this actually from a link from the publisher for Get Packed who are promoting something. But then you get down here, look, Stadia, reasons to play on Stadia, and a nice little infographic here. Is it as good as uh, Inled's infographics? Play instantly, play, reasons to play on Stadia, play instantly, play anywhere, no subscription needed. Yeah, the third thing, play instantly, play anywhere, no subscription needed, right? That. That's the third thing on the list, right? They're just, they pinpoint three things. No subscription. Yeah, but you need a subscription. No, you don't. Anyway, get started now on the screens that you already own. I've not seen the thing laid out. And there we are. Get packed on the screens you already own. There's a little controller and stuff. And there's get packed being played on the screens you already know. Then FAQs. What internet do I need? How do I play? Do I need a controller? Ready to play. And then after all of that, ready to play. Fully loaded is ready for you instantly on Stadia. And then you click it. Now, I don't remember the game pages being like this. Let me know. And uh, as somebody, as I say, somebody pointed out, it's not new. Yeah, all right. I only think this person talks like that because he has a swear word in his, in his title. Uh, justifiable given what he's put but how do you know it's new it probably doesn't mean it in that context how do you know that's new landing pages for games have been there since 2020 as far as i know yeah i'm not saying landing pages are new what i'm effectively saying is i'm not seeing it laid out like this uh and then this person kindly pointed out but there's loads of them all in this design about the game, reasons to play on Stadia. There's the game, all on the screens you own. Um, another one here from Space Multiplayer. Buy now on Stadia, so I don't have it. Well, you can't buy it. Um, it's a demo. Yeah. There are the demo. Play instantly. So I think these are new. Um, 
I think these are new page designs. And if they are, one, they seem distinct from the overall store design. And two, the fact that when I clicked on them on the links and I go to these standalone game pages, I think means that these are indexable. These pages are indexable, findable, searchable, discoverable, which is what they talked about in the Google for Google for Games developer conference. So yes, landing pages have been around for a while, but not looking like this. And in my experience, they just took you to the Stadia main front end, especially if you didn't have an account. If you didn't have an account, they used to go to the Stadia store saying, oh, you have to sign up and subscribe, whatever now, you know, took you to the subscription page. So let me know if you've seen landing pages like this before. Uh, I'd be interesting to know. But I think the layout is new. And I also think these are discoverable pages. As I say, they seem to be searchable, thus indexable in Google, which, as I mentioned there, is exactly what they mentioned they'd be doing in the Google for Developers Conference in March. Uh, and it's ideal for sharing games. Um, if somebody, you know, you could just send it to a friend and it's all explained what the game is, what Stadia is all about, how to how to sort of start playing on Stadia, where you can place it, what you need to do, all of that in a nice, beautifully designed page, in my opinion. Um, so there you go. But I think the key thing is, I think these are, these are searchable. Um, but I've, you know, a lot of people's, you know, well, I say a couple of people saying that landing pages are not new. So I repeat, I know landing pages are not new, but I think these designs and layouts are, and the way they sort of sit outside the Stadia store, if you click on the links, I think is new. Um, and unless somebody can prove to me uh, that that's not correct, then I'm standing by that. And I, I, I've just not, I would have, I would have recognized this design. It's very distinct. Look at the, the sort of the big, the S there and the, and the logo, and they've all got that kind of beautiful, clever design. I really like it uh, personally, uh, but there you go. And also there's an interesting article um, just to sort of add to this, which got me sort of thinking. Um, there's an interesting article here in nine to five about something they discovered in uh, Chrome OS. And they talk about in this article, this is, this is credit to nine to five, Carl Bradshaw at nine to five here. Google will soon aggregate cloud streaming games and where to play them starting on Chromebooks. And what it's talking about is they found some code in the Chrome OS. In a series of code changes, Google have added support for game search to the Chrome OS launcher. From a few different clues in the code and comments, we can piece together that Google have been preparing an aggregator that will, at minimum, provide search results about video games, including through which cloud services they're available. So with the new Chromebooks, uh, you can play, obviously, Steam, Stadia, GeForce Now, uh, etc. And just like if you've got the Chromecast with Google TV, you will know that the brilliance of the Chromecast with Google TV is it aggregates all the content, all the TV and film content across all the different streaming platforms 
into one searchable place. Yeah, so you search for something and it will sort of say, yeah, we found it here in these places. Now, maybe with these, what I think are more searchable pages, combined with this little change in the Chrome OS is an example of how Google is looking to, you know, Google, as it says in this article, Google is all about organizing the world's information. That's what they've always done. And they've, they, they've started doing it with TV and film. Could they be doing it with game? We've already sort of seen hints of it on the Chromecast with Google TV, on the Google TV um, operating system. Um, it's starting to aggregate uh, things. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting that I came across these launch pages, these, these game pages, standalone game pages, beautifully presented, which I think now are searchable in and indexable in in google and this article about this code that was discovered in the chrome os that looks like they're gearing up on chromebooks to be able to aggregate game content across steam geforce now and stadia let me know what you think but i think that's um i think that's uh, pretty cool if that's what they're doing uh personally so anyway that's article is in nine to five. Uh, check it out, Carl Bradshaw. Google soon aggregate cloud streaming games. Where to play them? Starting, starting on Chromebooks. Are those things connected? Food for thought. Okay, so next up, um, as we all know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me know what you think about that and what you think about the landing pages and all of that. And we'll check back in chat to see what you've been chatting about and all of that, of course. Anyway, so this is the next, the main bit, the name meat and potatoes, the meat and potatoes of the show today. So we all know Stadia have stated that they plan to bring 100 plus games to Stadia in 2022. And we don't doubt that they will comfortably deliver on that, um, you know, on that uh, target of 100 plus games. So I thought we'd take a look at where we are and where I think we're on the verge of seeing a flurry of activity over the next month or two. And for that, I'm going to need the amazing um, graphics, uh, infographics of InLED. So um, the wonderful InLED uh has done one of his amazing infographics here, which I highly recommend you uh, check out. And it got me thinking, ladies and gentlemen, it got me thinking. So this beautifully demonstrates what I'm talking about, which I guess is the point of an infographic. So we've got here this middle line, which is a sort of the median, I guess, the median line, you know, if, if, if the 100 games were kind of averaged perfectly across the whole year, that's your target line here and then the red line here is where we're actually at yeah so you can see that we're running beneath where we need to be but that's fine because you'll look in uh in 21 you'll see there is this nice this sort of curve here this bubble this bump which was between april and july and then it sort of levels out goes quite a bit and then we get a bit more flurry of activity leading up to 
uh, Christmas. I'd probably ignore 20, 2020 because that was sort of its launch year, you know, 2019, 2020. But 2021 is, is interesting. And there was de definite bump here from April to July. And then, as I say, the summer, we can expect usually to be quiet and then it build again going up to Christmas. So it's here that I think we are going to see some activity uh, April and May. And we know we've got games coming in April and May and we can check those out um, definitely. And, you know, there's been some delays. So Oddballs was delayed. Uh, we know that for, for a start, obviously, delivers the moon. World War Z we're waiting for this week. But if you look at this chart and you can, you know, it's below target. We don't doubt they're going to hit their target. So that means they need to get a gallop on. Yeah, they need to get a gallop on. And if you compare, as I say, to 2021, where there was a bump between sort of beginning of April and July, I think that we can sort of see some action um, over the next over the next few weeks. I'm looking forward to the tours tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. So what games, ladies and gentlemen, let me know in the chat, what games do you think we might see? So if we go to the Reddit, it's all right. This is a Reddit wiki. So we know we've got some outstanding games here um, that are already scheduled for April. Um, all you can eat. We're just looking here at the dates. So City Skylines is spring. So that takes you to May. Yeah. March, April, May, spring, possibly any between now and spring. April 22. So we know we've got Overcooked coming. Yeah. So we know we've got that coming this April. Golf with Friends. We know that we've got that coming this April. So let's go back to upcoming games. So we know that. So we know we've got... At, so Deliver Us the Moon, we hope is only... It's only an issue, <laughs> a minor issue, and it'll be coming out within the next week or so. World Wars, World War Z... World War Z for my UK and European friends, but World War Z for my American and Canadian friends. Um, World War Z, we're expecting this week. Then you've got uh, a couple in May there. Not really enough. We're going to get more than that, aren't we? Um, so it means that there's some gaps here. Yeah, there's some missing titles is what I'm thinking here. Um and of those, I'm, I'm thinking we've got some anticipated here. So I'm thinking titles like Calico and Lake, for instance. I think we could see Lake, Fire Commander, Calico. Both Lake and Calico, for instance, were earmarked as coming soon. And that was at the end of February. Now, I know coming soon is kind of a bit of a broad statement, but it wouldn't surprise me if we saw Lake and Calico between now and May, or certainly by the end of May. Um, 
And then, of course, Worms MD was announced. Could see that. We're missing the Far Cry games, some of which we know have been certified. Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, Far Cry Primal. Could we see those? And Death Carnival. I have a feeling that Death Carnival is going to be a pro game, potentially. So could that be May? I, I don't know. Uh, ah, Kambawa Yoshida. Uh, lovely to see you uh, in the chat as ever. So let me, uh, let me know what you think. What might we uh, see? There's definitely rumours that in terms of AAA games, which I think X Defiant will be, is ready for launch. And I think that may, 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 may be announced closer to when E3 traditionally would be held. So maybe towards the end of May or something like that. Um, but there we go. That's a random question there. Relax <laughs> meditation. I'll let you know. Um, there is probably, there is a way... Anyway, I'm not here to answer that, but I'll think about that uh, interesting question. Uh, ah, Lake is releasing this Friday, says Mr. Bayron Plays, on PlayStation. That's what I'm thinking. So maybe it may not release on the Friday. So we could it be announced? Could it be on the TWAS for release this week or soon after? Um, World War Z uh, is... They said it's the first week of April. You've got to have more faith. When Stadia say they'll deliver something by a certain date, they very rarely miss it. Um, and if they do, it's by a week or something like that. So uh, I think I think we'll see it by the end of this week. There is, as I say, um, there is a twas tomorrow. So um, we could see it then. Splinter Cell's not for a long time. Um but yes, it is uh, allegedly, well, we know a new Splinter Cell is being made by Ubisoft, but that was announced last year and you can, it's going to be at least two, three years. So um, that's quite some time off, personally. Um, but there we go. So we've got a lot of titles to choose from here that could fill out April and May. But I also think we're going to get, in the same way we got Lake and Calico were surprised and, um, you know, cities, skylines and stuff. We, I think we've still got more surprises to come. Uh, and that's why I'm excited about April, because if we go back to the chart, they got some catching up to do, you know, to get to get back on track. I mean, if you look at 2021, slow start beginning of the year is always the case. But then they were on the on or above the 100 line most of the year through, maybe August. Everybody's on holiday. That's fair enough. But they were either on the line or above the line in terms of delivering the 100 games. We're below the line here. And as I say, look, I know World War Z would add one. Deliver us the moon would have taken us to 18. Oddballs take us to 19. So there's there's 
there's sort of maybe three with three titles short anyway of where we perhaps where we should be we should be at 19 um but circumstances meant we're a little a little bit kind of behind that but anyway that is my theory on why i think we can expect a very interesting april and may uh if we compare to last year and the fact that we seem to be a little bit behind i'd say behind the curve but it's a straight line but you know what i mean um, but let me know what you think in the chat. Let's go to chat, see what you guys uh, have been saying. Uh, nothing. Right, let's go to chat. Catch up with chat. Let me just uh, double check something here while I do that. Clear that off. There we go. Yeah. I just noticed... Uh, The developer of Death Carnival keeps keeps tweeting clips and stuff. That game has got to be on the verge. Um, I think it's got to be a May game, a May Pro game or something like that, definitely. Um, anyway, there we go. So, any guesses if we said we've done this one? But uh, I think, yeah, um, given the tweets from Wired Productions... Uh, I don't think it's a major thing. Um, it could could be a certification thing, could be a localization issue or something like that. I don't think it's major. Yeah, before I bought Cyberpunk, I think they were the odd landing page. But as that guy on Twitter pointed out, there are lots of these landing pages, but I think they're all new designs. And that's why I'm very excited about them. Uh, we'll already get that Get Packed one. Resident Evil one. Yeah, hello, engineer. I sort of seem to remember that. I remember this sort of design here. You know, I'll see what I'm looking at there. But it's all this stuff underneath. It's all this stuff that's really interesting, that really caught my eye, that explains it all. Really, you know, people said, you know, Stadia aren't very good at explaining it all. Share a link like this to a friend. Hey, mate, you'll play hello, engineer. Send him a link. And it explains it. It'll beautiful laid out. Reasons to be in Stadia Pro because it's a Stadia Pro title. The game on all the screens, as I said. Just, I think it's really, really neatly done. And I think it's new. I think it is a new layout. And uh, good for good for Stadia for doing that. Um, Yeah, the Lego games look good. You're welcome. I like to think I had a, a hand. In the Lego Star Wars games. You're welcome. Yeah. I did the contract. With Lucas. And Warner Brothers. To acquire the rights. The video game rights for a Lego Star Wars. You are welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome. Um, love that game. Um, such a good game, such good developers, Traveller's Tales. Um, I was watching your Twitter chat where I clicked on the links for a game. I don't own it. And it says buy and play when you don't own a game and play when it... exactly Johnny Robot. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is, this is new. And they, they talked about this. I think this is them acting on what they talked about 
at the Google for Games developer conference, making links searchable, not having to sign into the store. That's what I'm saying before. It would take you to the store. And unless you were like signed up to Stadia, you would just be at the, the Stadia landing page, not on the game page. So I'm excited about this. I'm super excited about this. Um, all right, Mr. Ken. Exactly, Anthony. I've not seen him before. I've seen landing pages, but just not like this. Just try to find the old and lay out his new one. Clive's showing that play button or buy now incognitum at really nice. Exactly. Exactly. I'm right. I know I'm right, man. Yeah, we should put, I should have put that in the poll. I should have done a poll, shouldn't I? Um, let's do a poll. Uh, let's do it quickly now. Okay, but World War Z. Okay, we're going to do a poll. Let me know in the poll. I think it's this week, so we're going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Um, oh, I should have another page. Can I do it on here? Wait there. Right. We'll just put two dates down there. Vote now what you think. Um, yeah. I'll give you a choice. I couldn't find the third. I couldn't add a third option because I popped the chat out there. So that's why that didn't um, pop up there. Anyway, back to the chat, you, you guys. Uh, here we go. Let's lower that down so I can see you guys. I lost faith donkeys ago. Ah, oh, well, you see, you've got to be, you've got to keep the faith there. Hello, Purple Haze. How are you? Lovely to see you as ever. People aren't going to make me pull out my definition of what week is again, are they? Exactly. The first week. The first week of April. We're still in the first week of April. It doesn't mean the first week starting Monday. It means your first week. The first week starts on the 1st of April and ends on the 7th of April. And we are currently on the 4th of April. That's all I'm saying. Hashtag thank you, Clive. You're welcome. I'm still waiting on the Stadia game that's supposed to be as good as war. What game is that? Please say Z, not Z. Okay. <laughs> why is it? Why is Siri? Because it's Z, not Z. World War Z. Because it sounds like Siri. Hello, <laughs> how are you? Um, right, let's have a look at the poll. People are going Tuesday. I think I think it'll be announced tomorrow. A reminder that it's coming out this week at the Twas. Personally, that's what I think. A Ghostbusters Lego game. Oh, it'd be so cool if the Lego games came to Stadia. I don't think they will, but it would be so cool. I remember a little uh, talking the leg games. I remember when they're seeing like a demo level 
from the developers. They presented the game to us. This is when I worked at Lego. They presented the game uh, to us. And the brilliant mechanic is the fact that you can you can play in co-op. So basically, one of you will play, you know, one Jedi and the other will play the other Jedi on the screen. And you can wander off where you want. This is the first time I'd seen this mechanic. And you could walk down a corridor. So one guy could walk down the corridor and the other one could walk down the corridor and around the corner. And of course, the first question is, well, what, what happens if, you know, one guy wants to go down that corridor and the other guy wants to go down that corridor? How, how can the camera, camera can't follow them both? Yeah. And that's the, the brilliance is that the developer says, well, they'll, they'll cooperate. Kids will cooperate. That's what they do. They might have an argument or whatever, but they'll end up cooperating. And so that cooperation serves as a sort of game mechanic, if it makes sense, because it, they have to discuss. I want to go down this corridor. Well, no, I want to go over here. Well, let's go down this corridor first, and then we explore down here. And then we can go into that room. Oh, all right, then. Because if they don't, and they're both going separate ways, they won't be able to progress through the game. So they have to cooperate. And it was that's the brilliant thing. Let let people be intelligent enough to try and cooperate and, and control two different characters on the screen at the same time and explore different areas. And they will sort of sort out amongst themselves. Um, and it was just it was just a brilliant light bulb moment uh, when it was explained. And I just thought, yeah, that's right people will sort of negotiate with each other when they're playing about, you know, where they want to go. Um, yeah. And I've not seen that, that functionality before. Uh, and it was a brilliant game. And also the ability to basically smash everything up. Um, Cause that's what kids want to do when the waiting room in the waiting hub of the Lego star Wars games, you can just go around just smashing everybody up and they collapse into pieces into Lego pieces and then back together again. Cause that's what kids want to do. So let them do it in in the game, in the Lego game. That's what they would do when they were playing Lego. Just little insights like this that kind of really took the shackles off and allowed Traveller's Tales to create a brilliant game, um, uh, uh, which is Lego Star Wars, and which went on to sell like 7 million units, which for Lego at the time, in terms of game sales, was amazing. Um, and the rest is history. There we go. Happy days. 175 games in my Stadia library. So here's, uh, here's an interesting thought. <laughs> it dawned on me recently that I reckon that people on Stadia have more games in their library than PlayStation players or Xbox players. I'm not talking cloud you know, PlayStation on cloud, or I'm not talking X cloud. I'm talking game library. Unless you've got a massive physical collection, yeah, most people download their games. So that's going to limit, limit you to what? 10 games? Maybe more, even if you put a hard drive on there. And yet, how many games have I got my library that I can instantly play 
instantly play. Not like, oh, I'll delete that game to make space to download Call of Duty. Oh my God, I'm going to have to delete three games to fit Call of Duty on. So it's an interesting, you know, people say, oh, they, you know, they used to say there's no games on Stadia. The reality is there are more games instantly playable in a Stadium's library than there is, I would argue, somebody who's got a PlayStation 5 or somebody who's got an Xbox One Series X. I, I would, the majority, in general, people on Stadia have a bigger library that they can instantly play. I certainly thought about that. That's the beauty of cloud. Yeah, because we don't delete the games. They just sit there in our library, just filling our library, and we can just stroll through them and go, what, what am I going to play today? None of that decision's about having to, you know, delete a game to fit on a game. Like when I played... Um, Sea of Thieves, interesting enough, so talking about the power of cloud, um, I couldn't be bothered to download. I was playing it. I was sitting on my PC. In fact, my daughter was on one Xbox playing Minecraft. My son was playing Sea of Thieves on the other Xbox. And I couldn't be bothered to download. I don't want to download any games on my PC. My PC is a games-free, in terms of downloading games, game-free device. So I just streamed Sea of Thieves because I couldn't because if, I, if I'd said oh to my son oh you have to wait for me to download it because I think we got rid of it ages ago he would get bored but I streamed it and it was great some of the time when Xbox works when xCloud works it's great I even played it on the LG C1 I tell you what it looked amazing just like uh, Forza Horizon but when it doesn't work ugh when the when the when it goes when the stream goes a bit funny on Xbox, it goes funny. Like literally eight bit pixelation. But when it works, it's amazing. Uh so there we go. Uh good question. Uh it depends. Is the Samsung A twelve new? Depends what it should do. It depends what chip it's got. Um, whether it prevents it from sort of playing certain graphics like, you know, VP9 or whatever the um, the video codec required is. But generally, uh, it should. I have got old tablets that don't. Um, this is ancient. I've got this really old uh, tablet. Really old. And, um, yeah, it's too old to play Stadia on that. Ah, the Sri Lankan game. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see that for a while. I wouldn't hold your breath. Um, you know, a lot can go wrong in terms of the development, the run out of money, all these kind of things. So personally, I've always, and I've mentioned it before last, at the end of last year, I'm not sure it's necessarily going to end up coming, even though they said that it's coming to Stadia. I'm, I'm not sure it will necessarily get published. We'll see. Hey, I'd love to be proved wrong. Um, but there we go. We are indeed waiting for two more games. Absolutely. Your average console gamer buys six games per year. There you go. But like, uh, if I think about my heyday on Xbox, maybe 
10 games tops? No, indeed, it didn't. But fortunately, I don't play keyboard and mouse. So X, xCloud, um, they're working on it, aren't they? But uh, I play with my controller um, when it comes. When it comes to xCloud, that is. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let's just go back briefly to the uh, the chart. Uh, so you can see, I think, as I said, just to repeat, underline what I've said, I think we're going to see a bump in games. Not only the delayed games uh, that we've got, not only the games we know that are coming, definitely, but I think some other games. So I think April and May uh, is going to be an exciting time, especially over Easter. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward, as I said, looking forward. Just like that. Looking forward to uh, Twas Tomorrow. So make sure you check out. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That has been the Stadium Monday Night Chat, episode 104. I hope you found it interesting. Uh, I hope you found it fun. I hope you got involved and all of that. Remember, if you haven't done it already, please hit the likes uh, and all of that. And make sure that you go and visit Anthony, the cowboy, uh, straight after this show to see what he has cooked up. Uh, and he'll be ranting and raving about and all of that. He's going to follow this show. So always worth checking him out. Um, so definitely do that. And why don't we all meet up? Same place, same time next week and see whether we did get a twas tomorrow and if there were any new game announcements. Anyway, on that note, have a wonderful, wonderful evening, a wonderful week. Look out for the Stadium News TLDR, which I hope there will be one because I hope there's some juicy news uh, and all of that. And I will see you around very, very soon. Thank you and goodbye.